0: Thank you for joining Holy Spirit Living, the podcast that encourages and equips believers to live each moment intentionally to bring glory to God and build his kingdom. We are back with Josh and Kendra Wise. And today we're going to be talking about parenting, how to navigate those difficult issues that arise with our children, and also how to work in partnership with our spouse. To glorify God in parenting, women have a different idea than men, and men yeah. are that tough guy protector. But I'm going to teach you to be a man, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Being aligned with God helps out a lot. You know, a simple one that we uh, had an argument about was uh, there's a new movie called Red on Disney. Okay, turning
2: red, yeah. you're
1: turning red. We watched it a couple times. We didn't think about it or anything like that. And then she read an article and then she sent it to me. And then it was like, she can't watch that no more. This is horrible and everything like that. And I definitely overreacted. I'm like, I didn't even get a chance to read the article. And we had a small argument about it. I was definitely in the wrong because, you know, it's my responsibility to see that kind of stuff. I'm supposed to pick up on those warning signs. I supposed to be in tuned enough to be able to. Okay, we're watching this. We need to turn this off. This is not good. So I definitely dropped a ball in that situation, but after I read the article, I was like, you're right, I'm wrong, that she cannot be watching this. There's there's things that, if you don't think that there's big corporations trying to get your children's attention on the topics that they want them to be talking about, you get another thing coming. Like People have agendas, and they're not always good for your children. And you need to be able to, if you're the father figure, to be able to, you're held responsible. You will... Be held responsible how you led your family and how your children are. So you need to be able to be aligned with God, to be able to see the things that are happening, to be able to raise your children the way that you know, that you're supposed to be raising your kids.
2: Absolutely. I had actually just texted Josh earlier this week and made the comment. I don't even know what we were talking about, but I had made the comment a lot of times when raising the kid the girls, I mean we have all three girls, so um, <laughs> my, the thought that I try to keep in the back of my mind is, okay, is this how I would want them to treat their husbands? Mm-hmm. If I were to be raising a son, is this what I would expect him to expect of a godly wife? You know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and like I told Josh, I'm not perfect at it. None of us are. I mess up probably more often than I'd care to admit, but, <laughs> but it's there. Like it's a constant reminder. It's, it's just a thought in the back of my mind, like. Okay, is this actually what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this how God wants me to be? Am I showing God, first of all, like him is yelling just off the cuff, sharing God's love? Probably not. So rather than just yelling at my four year old, I'm sitting her down and trying to have a conversation with her instead.
0: Right. Just hearing you guys talk, I'm hearing it's teamwork. Mm-hmm. You got to be yes. having a united front, you got to be transparent and open. One parent can't be going behind the other parent's back to do something that you clearly disagreed. You need to be coming together, united, having those conversations out of the ears of children, but then being able to go in and stand your ground in love and just say no and let's move on because you're not getting this or you're not having that.
3: I believe the enemy wants to have a divided household. Oh, 100%. But it's important for the husband and wife Mm -hmm. to have the the male and the female, even
1: though you're raising all girls. Um, What's your part in it, Josh? Raising all girls, um, it definitely opens your mind up to uh, a, a lot of things and how God honestly wants you to treat women. I've prayed for my uh, girls as husbands to be a godly man okay and and i want them to find a man that believes in god and and has the same values as as me you know not the exact but you know close yeah (laughs) you know um and my aspect is to show them how i treat kendra and they watch that and they realize like oh uh da- daddy takes uh mom on date nights daddy uh rubs her feet during uh, movies i was <laughs> like oh daddy daddy does all this stuff and he's like oh a a father or a husband is the number one servant at the household yeah. that's my role in, in playing and stuff like that and being able to show them how a godly man is supposed to act and and how he, he is supposed to be in treating a godly woman you
0: know right you said how you're treating Kendra And then you even said how the girls see me treat their dad. And when we think about how each one feels loved, I know we've been talking about that in the uh, Bible study that's going on at church right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like the men feel loved when they're respected, Mm -hmm. and the women feel loved when they're loved, you know, when they're affirmed. So the girls are learning that. Like, this is how a woman, you know, is respectful to her husband, and this is how my dad is loving my mom. This is how a man should treat me. And they're going to look for those things, which I think is amazing because that's really the whole family unit is a reflection of the Godhead and just his love and everything. We have to love them unconditionally. I think about the prodigal son. He never stopped loving and waiting for his son who was out there to just come back to his senses and return. And he loved him unconditionally, passionately just received him back. There is a time when eventually, when they start to have children of their own, that now you step into this role as a friend to almost come in and help guide them in just revelation knowledge. Like, this is the wisdom I've learned (laughs) over the years. Let me impart that to you. But for now, while they're growing up, you can't be their friend. The best way to parent is, like you said, leading by example but following christ i Mm -hmm. mean if you have christ in you it makes a world of difference yes i know that joe and i live vicariously through the two of you with your parenting (laughs) like we see you guys with your girls and we're just like man they got it together and we really wish that we could have lived that life when our kids was young you know like if we could have been there being the godly people that we are now guiding our children from the time they were little so they could see what, you know, marriage is really about and mommy and daddy and they're raising us up in the word and just all of that. And I think a lot of people I know, I don't think, I know a lot of people at the church they really look to you guys as that example. And uh, it's probably kind of hard to live up to that sometimes. But
2: It feels very hard
0: <laughs> sometimes. <Yeah.
1: laughs> it's like people are like, we're, sometimes when people like talk, and I was like, oh, are you looking on the, you see the glamorous side, you don't see the other side. <laughs> right sometimes it's holidays. hard when, you know, your kids are like, it's like the fifth time, and you're just like, oh, stay calm, stay calm. Right. Please stop doing that. <laughs> oh, Lord, I need some serious help right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: patience is still yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> we're still yeah. learning yes. yeah. yeah yeah um we're
2: only four years into this so yeah exactly we
1: only got our, yeah four years into this parenting journey and it definitely um i think both of our backgrounds has definitely helped on seeing what not to do a lot of what not to do and whatnot and if you want to be a better parent obviously or or better spouse or a or, or better anything and and dive into the bible and there's a lot of other resources out there you know there's books if you want to be this then take action right. if 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 you want to live a, a godly life then do it right D- don't don't wait till tomorrow just do it and a little by little every day we, we're definitely we're not perfect or anything but we do the best that we can with the resources that we have and there's a ton of resources out there yeah. and it's up to you to take the action if you keep just praying god make me a better parent and now you know there's other resources out there that's god's telling you hey you know take action then right. learn you know read my word you need to read the word to be able to know what it says and to know what it means
0: yeah you guys are doing a great job, so I'll just tell you that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, you're I, doing a great job. I, I, I want to rewind that. real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. You
3: talked about the movie that you allowed him to and That was a Disney movie? It was. Yeah, we're okay. thinking about it, And actually, it's actually
2: the second in, yeah. like, just probably maybe less than six months. That yeah. We've had to, We've we've allowed her to watch, and then the first one neither of us had sat down to watch it with yeah, her and she, then I did and I was like I'm just not feeling good about this so I had a conversation with Josh and Josh is like okay if you're not comfortable with it then there's probably something there that we should yeah, right. you know and there's so consider. many people that
3: raised I mean Gina and Natalie Toy Story right in front mm-hmm. of television yeah. watching all Disney you know they had all the Disney yep. but but now that as a believer and you start to see with your spiritual yeah. eyes mm-hmm. you know almost all Disney flicks is separating the parents. You know, there's a lot of rebellion. There's so
1: many, and that was another thing when she said rebellion about the the movie. There was so much. There was a point in that movie that the the main character she's 13 and she says, "Well, I'm an adult now. I can do whatever I want." And she starts rebelling against her mom and dad. And then she starts. uh, It says gyrating, but she was you know twerking in front of her mom, smacking her butt, and saying, "Do you like that? Do you like that?" i can do whatever i want i'm an adult pretty much this is not a movie that we need that yep it's done was it a cartoon yeah yes
2: not to mention that they also had scenes in there where they were basically performing exorcisms yeah there's just disney there's spiritual we've had talks
3: about just
1: shutting disney completely down
3: where is that fine line where is the point where you're not this crazy parent that (laughs) that is too too afraid of all this like veggie
1: tales i like veggie (laughs) tales You know, I'm not saying completely shut down all movies, strictly only this. You know, I um, mean, you brought up Toy Story and stuff like that. And you, you know, you have Lion it's King. All
2: stuff, own, that yeah, all the stuff that we watched Yeah, all the stuff that we watched as kids. Out, and, we're here. We're still alive.
1: I'm just saying. Yeah, I get may, it. Maybe pre-screen movies, and that's and, yeah. and definitely a, a thing that we were talking about, is like anything that, we're considering letting our children watch. Maybe yes. we need to do a little bit more homework on it instead of just letting, her, letting them watch it.
0: And I think you're and right.
2: We've, and we've had that conversation twice yeah. now. Yeah, I, think twice. We've, I think we've figured it out that yeah. we need to pre-screen. Yeah.
1: And, so. and Amaris is, you know, she's smart enough. She understands how to use a remote and whatnot. And kids are, yep. you know, they know how to do that stuff. So maybe not hey, just don't hand them the remote and walk away and go do things. Right. Turn what you want on and then grab the remote and then just like, okay, you can spend a little bit of time on watching TV. I'm not saying all day. Definitely not. Right. <laughs> okay, you know, it's, it ain't going to hurt them to go get dirty. Right. right. And, and uh, you know, setting boundaries is, mm-hmm. is a big yeah. thing. And then when they get older and more mature, then then things change. Okay, now we, we need to go back to, of, you know, is this really necessary? This was an age kind of thing. Maybe we need to change this. You know, it's right. it's reading more resources and, and uh, finding other people that's gone through this situation and then going from there. Prepare, too. What about in four more years? Okay, now we need to learn a bit more now, so we're ready for that. And then, you know, keep building off the top of that, you know. Plus, well,
2: so we've had conversation about school. We haven't yeah. yet started her in, in preschool, but um, obviously we're getting ready to enroll her in The conversation has been brought up, okay, public versus private, of course, you know. Ultimately, we would love to homeschool our kids. (laughs) It's just not in the cards right now. (laughs) Right now, it's not. With the business startup, it's...
1: It's definitely in a time of uh, sewing. "Eh."
2: (laughs) Um, So, honestly, I really think that this was a, a God thing. When we were considering public versus private, the private school actually worked out with my work schedule better than the public school would have been. Where we live, we have to pay for both. It, yeah. We would have a tuition yeah, in at both matter. places. Yes, school, for a public school where we live, is cheaper, of course. We would have a heftier private school tuition. But if we were to send her to public school, we would also have to enroll her in daycare. Because, like I said, it yeah. just didn't work out with my schedule. No. I would have to take her to daycare. Which then increased that tuition and actually made it... Pretty much cheaper for us to send her to private Private school instead. Which, obviously, we wanted to do from the beginning, but then it was a matter of, okay, can we afford it? Um,
1: That's another... You know, it kind of gets
2: uh, back to the finances thing. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to bring up. It's like... We're
2: just... What can we afford? And tuition for school alone was $80 more to send her to private school. $80, you know, to us, that's fine. To someone else, it might not be. Right, know. and
1: ultimately, not just scheduling uh, with public and private, but there was yes. things on the the public uh, registration form that we did not uh, agree with and align with that, on, on questions that were being asked, and uh, so at that moment. We were going to align our finances to be able to. It just so happened to be cheaper because right, we once had, we actually looked into it, yeah, looked into, yeah, it. Yeah, I looked into <laughs> it. You know that that was the ultimate decision. It was like, okay, we don't agree with this. This is not right with God. We're going to go to a private school, and we were going to make it work. We're going to work a budget and and, and do our our finances correctly. Like I said, it just says so happened to be cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> it'll have to be something significantly. That to actually, significantly, because you had to pay yeah. full time no matter what with daycare, even yeah. though she was only going there half a day. So oh, it was like, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny because I was going to just start talking about school. So for yeah. you guys yeah. to bring that up, it's it's um, uh, amazing. And I think that you're sharing what I was going to ask. Yeah. is um, What do you What do you think about the the school teachings right now?
1: Yeah. So,
2: um, so on the <laughs> enrollment paperwork for the public school, it asked us what gender she identifies as. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Our four-year-old. Yeah. Four-year-old. Um. Mm. And when I read that, um, wow, yeah. <laughs> the fact that I'm about to cry over it is—it's got to say something. Like I.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's I, four, and you're going to drive... If you don't think that people are out to captivate your children yeah. and drive their narrative right. into them, you're in denial, because they are. If a preschool application form for a public school is asking if your daughter wants to be a different gender, uh, we... Or
2: something else. Or entirely. something else. I'm and like They had other listed, too, so... Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, she's four years old. She... Think she's a superhero one day and she could be Barbie the next. I don't know. Right. <laughs> she's four. If you look in other portions of the country, they have sex education in kindergarten and in and first grade. And, and it's not like how it was when you were in school. And then it was honestly in sixth grade when I was there. And all that is just talked about is like, oh, you're going to be changing because you're getting more testosterone. You're going through puberty. Literally, there's books out there that graphically show to the borderline it's pornography something that people do. It wasn't between a husband and a wife. It was just something you get to do whenever you want. This is nuts right, right? you don't understand that this is out there, but I was just I was just like, oh my goodness this is this is crazy you know so this stuff is happening. you need to as a godly parent know um that it's out there and you need to guard your children from it to a, a certain age eventually they're going to get to an age that it's going to be out there you know you can't guard them from everything that's out there but you need to raise them to a point where they're spiritually mature enough to know that this is not right this is not how god wants me to live right
0: the home yeah,
1: is you're going to na- be
2: the number one school yeah. you guys that's have a- to it, the, as the parents you have to be the number mm-hmm. one teachers 100% and it's mm-hmm. That's where they're going to learn their foundations to even take into public or private school Mm -hmm. to begin with. And if they don't have that foundation, then you could be looking at heaven knows what in the future, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. And that everything has such a, like, there's a spiritual side to everything. Mm -hmm. And I am the type that I'm always looking at the, like, what spiritually is going on here. And trying to discern, and God calls us to be discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in the schools. You do have to filter that. You have to filter the yeah. movies. You have to really watch everything that your child is coming in contact yes. with, even on the tablet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, so yeah. I can kind of monitor yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of parents right now. Uh, I was talking about the social media thing. And some of that is really dangerous. I know for a fact that like the Snapchat thing, Mm -hmm. I've never been a Snapchatter, but I've heard of a lot of the young girls getting preyed upon by Mm -hmm. men
1: on
0: the Snapchat, and there's no evidence of it then, you know, you can't, because it deletes or something like that. So you have to be on top of that stuff as parents, especially Mm -hmm. like... If you're looking at teenage child, I mean, yes. any age child, really. Want- yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, absolutely. You're paying for the phone. If you're a teenager, you're paying for the phone. If you want to restrict on apps they can even download. I've listened and read books on, on that kind of stuff. It's yours. It's Don't feel bad because you think you're withholding an experience from them. They're not going to be scarred for life because they can't have snapchat on their phone until a certain age they can't have instagram or facebook until a certain age they are not going to be emotionally damaged and honestly they're probably better off without it the phone is there for emergencies only i remember i didn't get a phone until i was in high school it was a flip, flip phone. phone. <laughs> Come on, you couldn't do that kind of stuff. And I emotionally damaged not having Facebook or, or Instagram or anything like that, the sm- social media. And I get that it's a big thing, but maybe just be like, okay, you can't have it on your phone, but you can have it on your laptop. And have it monitored, okay? Mm-hmm. It, don't limit them to a certain age. I mean, I did things that... Um, growing up and i've gone back to my parents and be like i'm sorry i get it i get it i get why you did this (laughs) you know thank you you at that moment was loving me more than you think
2: and you know talking about social media but it kind of also makes me think about when i was growing up my parents if i was going to stay the night with a friend they met the parents beforehand they wanted to know who was taking their daughter and That's even before social media, and then when I got social media, they said, okay, we're going to check all of your friends before you approve or deny, or request, Mm -hmm. and we will ask you questions. How do you know this person? Do they really need to be your friend on Facebook, or, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So, obviously, it's all progressive, too,
0: as the child gets older it goes back to that you cannot be your child's friend right and you know a friend would be like oh yeah you can go ahead and use snapchat Mm -hmm. but as a parent you're going to be like no there's no business in you being on snapchat period there isn't it really it's dangerous and if you can come together in a unified front as parents to say these are the things but some of the parents they just too busy don't realize the dangers yeah. but you got to mm-hmm. make yourself aware mm-hmm. and you got to be ahead of that stuff so that you can catch it and yeah. uh, redirect your kids it's,
3: it's easier not parenting right yeah. let yeah. them let them um, if you he don't doesn't. have the you can't it put really Snapchat on or you can't do that and they start acting up a lot of the parents are just like okay and just yeah. leave it alone right. because they don't yeah. want to parent and uh, it's easier to let them have their way and be spoiled than right. and to actually parent like a parent should
1: and you get to spend more time with your kids. Yeah. You know, someone's going to parent that kid. Yeah. If it ain't you, then who?
0: Right. You do have to be present. Somebody has to be there. Yes. Somebody has to be watching out for what's happening. Yeah. In the home, in the garden, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, making sure that everything's going as the way that it needs to be. I think the bottom line is is that the children need the parents, and if you guys are fighting over everything Mm -hmm. you're not being present for your children and so you have to really come together and meet in the middle on those things you really disagree about and be able to discuss those things like can we meet in the middle maybe i don't like this but it's can this can we find a common ground but some of those things like the movies or Mm -hmm. the things that you know are going to be dangerous to them there's no common ground on that you just have Mm -hmm. to draw the line in the sand and say We have to uh, protect our kids. Right, exactly. We love you. God loves you. And there's nothing you could do about it. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast channel and like us on all of our social media pages at Holy Spirit Living. We encourage you to look for the gold in others today. Be blessed. But better yet, be a blessing.